lights. Well, you that did the... it. I just want to see if it does the crackle puss. Oh, crackle puss. Crackle puss. How can you tell? Well, I'm going to play it back. <gasps> There's speakers on this thing. Do it. Okay. Okay. Is it on? I think so. Can you remix my lights? I don't know how. I don't lights, know how to lights, do any of that. Lights, 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 light, light, lights. If I could like get real software on my real computer, maybe, but I can't. It's unfortunate. Yeah. The folks at home will never hear what glory I just heard. Yeah. It was just a quick keep starting and restarting. You saying something over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, so there shouldn't be any fuzzy white noise at the end of this Yeah, episode. that should be fixed now, maybe. Or at the beginning. Hopefully. Keep your nose out of that thing. I make no promises about mm. my nose. Okay. <laughs> Terrible thing to say. Is it? It's weird. Oh. It is weird. I had written stuff down. Why would you do that? It's in my wallet. Why would you... What? <laughs> I wrote it down in my wallet. Here, let me look through your wallet real quick. It's not in here. Where is it? I remember what it is. Where's your wallet? It's in the bedroom. <gasps> Go get it. Okay. I'll cut it out. Slow news week. What? <laughs> I just had some time this weekend to actually play some stuff. Look at you. Yeah. Let's and do an watch in- some stuff. Let's do an intro, though. Why do we do these? Welcome to The Legend of Things. Welcome to The Legend of Things, episode 89. <laughs> I'm Sean. I'm Jonathan. And this is The Circus of Value. Oh, oh my God. So good. It's the best. Um... So what's up? Not a whole lot. It's raining in California, so that means nobody knows how to drive anymore. The bridge is out. The bridge is out. That doesn't happen. No. Especially with that big of a bridge. Took me 45 minutes to get home. It took me 20 to get here. Double. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Half. Yeah. Some direction. Yeah. Yeah, it was was awkward. I'm glad you told me about that because I looked at the... uh, the traffic yeah once i actually got over the bridge yeah or next to the bridge rather. Mm-hmm. it's bad and uh yeah it was back a long how'd way. you come over crown valley yeah yeah crown valley. And just up. yeah yeah that's the best way i, I should have gone that easy. way instead of back the way that i went sure. around but i was so frustrated a good google maps gave me the shortest route yeah i just drove home mm-hmm. i didn't think of checking to see if the bridge was flooded or well, broke I mean, obviously it should be flooded and broke at the same yeah time. maybe it's not there anymore it's not like it wasn't full of dirt for the past six months the bridge of course not the inside the underside of the bridge yeah the bottom's all dirt yeah i was just walking under that last weekend <laughs> in the dirt river yeah i was oh man <laughs> oh speaking of dirt rivers okay we went to santa Ana, uh-huh which of course the santa Ana river right there is a a river full of dirt mm-hmm. but we drove by because of effectively a telemarketing scheme okay well not really telemarketing timeshare scheme Ooh. but it was some new fangled like vacation thing timeshare basically but a variable timeshare you're not like buying property or a part of a property you're buying like access to cheaper vacation locations it's like a club yes like a discount vacation 100 percent. Okay. but they are located right near the santa Ana river mm. and we drove around and turns out there are shanty towns all over the place oh yeah for sure like i had not been up there for a long time it yeah. was just shanty town after shanty town. it's like anaheim river yeah it's all the same yeah right up there it's all shanty towns it was uh we drove by a, a kind of dilapidated park mm-hmm. next to all these shanty towns sure it was a little silent hill-esque oh foggy no oh it was well midday. then how but it was just like rusted <laughs> yeah 
Is this not well kept? This is dilapidated. Yeah, yeah but it was right. the park. So mm. like looking at the park and covered in tents, public like works, trash. Yeah, just like yeah, this this could be something. That is a little interesting. Yeah, it was um, a fun thing driving up to this giant tower where clearly they make a ton of money. Maybe good juxtaposition. I mean, I guess yeah, yeah. South County. Yes. Um, I went to a distillery in Santa Ana. Ooh, free one? free marketing for them. It's free called marketing. the Blinking Owl. Okay. It's really good. Um, it's really cool. You can have private tours. I think it's, I don't remember how much it was. Um, you have to call ahead, but it's just your group or however many people. It can just be two people, whatever. And you taste all of their, uh, liquors, (laughs) liquors, liqueurs. Yeah. And, um, then you do a tour of the distillery, which is very small, but Mm -hmm. we did it with like the distiller and he knows everything and he's super smart and cool and really nice. And um, they make vodka. No, <laughs> zero make, for do one. They, they do. Know. They probably they make do. vodka, gin, aquavit, which is like um like a Norwegian oh, gin. Okay, it's like a pre progenitor, not gin. flavored. It's more piney. Okay, sure. Um, they also have whiskey, but they haven't released it yet because. You want to age it for two years minimum. Isn't that what a lot of like new distilleries do? Is they start out with easy ones like mm-hmm. vodka and rum, yeah. and then they eventually get up enough stock to where they can back sell it while yeah. they're barreling their whiskey. Hundred percent. That okay. was a big part of the conversation we had. It was really oh, interesting. Interesting um, because like the clear liquors uh-huh. basically keep the doors open while you uh-huh. age the brown liquors, and then you have a rotation. Sure, sure. But they have like maybe thirty barrels. Mm-hmm. Um, aging right now i don't how much how much fits in a barrel a lot like how many normal size bottles of well, whiskey he said and i was like jesus christ okay. like, <laughs> so way more shocked, than you think if it shocked you then that's a lot yeah it was i'm not good at those whole guess guess how many marbles are in this jar <laughs> games like uh-huh. i'm i'm like notoriously bad at them sure. like i'll puzzle it out and i have a i'm i mean i'm a analytical like problem solving mind uh-huh. and i'm like you know five marbles yeah <laughs> i'm like 500 <laughs> and they're like me. they're like it's seven thousand. i'm like what the fuck like and I, it just doesn't make sense to me yep like sure. i'm pretty good at spatial recognition i don't know what just the not fucking, volume not volume all right it's weird curious so anyway <laughs> anyway blinking owl uh-huh. santa Ana. was it good it was really good everything? everyone was really nice yeah yeah everything was good and um it is open to the public after Four thirty or five. That makes sense. But you can only drink one drink. Like that's the Ooh. rule in California. What? It's like oh, a dis- at distilleries themselves. Distilleries can only give you one point five ounces of liquor. Huh. Unlike a brewery, sure, where they can give you much more. That's a weird regulation. If you come in a private group, yeah, there is no limit. What? So a private group could be you calling five minutes before you go. Yeah, yeah. In some instances. Curious. Yeah. That actually sounds like fun. It's cool. I mean, I would do it again. Sure. I got super sick last time, but from what I ate, (laughs) from what I ate prior, not from the distillery. So I'd like to actually go and be able to enjoy it. Enjoy it. Can you prove it though? If I go again, I can prove it. It's science. (laughs) I don't need to eat some undercooked uh, duck bacon sausage first. And then get to the worst sickness. That sounds awful. It was terrible. (laughs) Anyway, that's fun. What'd you wash that down with? Beer. Oh, okay. It wasn't some super strong pine-flavored vodka? No, it wasn't. Not at the same place. (laughs) I had a Golden Drock, which is actually really good. It's like a 10.8% Bavarian beer. Sure. And uh, I think it was Bavarian. 
delicious, especially for such a high alcohol content. It's like a wheat beer. It's like a Belgian. Um, I want to say it was like a triple or a quad. Oh, okay. But it was it was really good. Hmm. I was impressed. I'm intrigued. Yeah, but I can't go back to get it one because I'll get sick at that place. Yeah. Yeah. No. (laughs) I banned it from my colon. (laughs) Full colon ban. Even a cleanse occurred. Yeah. uh, Yes. (laughs) Everywhere. It was the worst, Jonathan. You you don't understand. (laughs) I can only imagine. It's so bad. And it makes me laugh. It's it's funny in retrospect. Of course. Everything is. Not everything. Comedy is just time passed. Comedy is time. Yeah, it's true. Um, So. Yes. That was a kind of a segue. Santa Ana. That's how we got there. Mm -hmm. From shanty towns to timeshare ish things to time vacations distillery and then distillery yeah yeah perfect yeah so what you've been playing um there's very little news currently in the game yeah it's world. a slow news um time right now because the year rolled and everyone's like Bleh. it's all like the back orders it's like hey i know everybody did their end of the year like top games but here's a bunch of reviews of our top games yeah so read all these extra mini articles right like no one's really saying anything yeah. on the normal gaming sites donkey did his top 10 i know i've been meaning to watch it i haven't gotten around to it, it was with super mario on there <laughs> duh 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 it's a great game how can it not be super mario Bros. 2 <laughs> um what have I been playing? Destiny. I've been playing the same stuff. Okay. Destiny, um, Warhammer 2. Yeah. Played a lot of that. I'm about 100 turns in on my Mortal Empires sure. vampire playthrough. Mm-hmm. Going strong. We'll keep this one short, I promise. I'm doing okay. Oh, did people complain about how much we talked about Warhammer? I can only guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one said anything to me. It's our albatross at this point. It's so fun. It um, is. Yeah, we'll keep it We'll more. just do a little bit of what We'll keep it did, high level. And then we'll talk about the Tomb Kings, because mm-hmm. they just got revealed in like a 35-minute trailer. Yeah, high-level view. Um, I'm undead counts or whatever, vampire counts. Dwarves are fucking assholes. Because <laughs> like, they're just tough. Mm-hmm. They're super tough. Sure. And I am having a really hard time with them. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I'm basically just cruising. Like, I, I'm taking over places. I killed those stupid coastal baron guys and took all their money. Oh, good. So that's nice. They didn't need that money. They're assholes. Yeah. But um, it's going okay. I feel like it's all going to come crashing down. Empire just declared war on me. Oh, that's never good. And they have, like, four heroes. That's also not good. The guys with the most heroes are the worst. Yeah. Like, the most special lords. What you got to do is you got to go into one of their big cities and mm-hmm. sack it. And then you take all their money and then they starve. Yeah. And then they're just fucked. But they cheat on money anyway. Okay. So Tomb Kings. Tomb Kings. Or rather, you're a vampire accountant. Yeah, getting, but I don't remember where else I was going with that. You were just high level. Yeah, getting I think wrecked we're, by dwarves. Empire was a dick. Empire's a dick. Yeah. Oh, and then I'm best buddies with the main car scene guy. Oh, yeah. So that's good scenes? so far. That guy's usually pretty trustworthy. He's specifically not trustworthy. Oh. Based on his <laughs> his okay. diplomacy thing. Interesting. It says, like, he likes to just sack unguarded cities. Yeah. And I'm literally right next to him because you start <laughs> in a stupid little place. Oh, yeah. Never mind. The guy that you're playing is the one that's more trustworthy. Yeah. I remember playing the Von Karr scenes. And the Alec bald was, guy is, yeah. the, is the, the one that's a jerk. That's the guy I played. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Neat. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Did you watch the videos on the TV no, stuff? because it's like a half hour. It is. I know. It's 35 minutes. Plus, they have like one of the designers there, and he's talking about the route that they took. Yeah. Uh, the most interesting part for me is that they seem to have taken... Oh, and maybe just background. Tomb Kings oh. are a new faction that's being released for Warhammer 2, yes. Total War 2. And they're like um, Egyptian 
undead. Yeah. Okay. They're like fantasy Necrons, if you're familiar with Warhammer 40K. Right. Depending on what you know. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So they took a piece of <laughs> Endless Legend, if you remember that game that yeah, I used to great play. Yeah, great game. You remember? Dust. Exactly. Do you mm-hmm. remember the, uh, like the Hollow Knights yeah. that I played as? How they didn't really use gold, they just funneled dust into everything? Yeah. Tomb Kings are very similar. So they don't gain gold every turn. Uh-huh. Like they can, but it's really minimal. Like if you get a thousand gold with them, that's a huge amount. Why do you get it at all then? For rights. Okay. So a bunch of the new races can spend money to perform rights, but you don't need any money in order to buy units. Units uh-huh. just get replenished because you guys are necromancers. Your tomb kings, your guys are immortal. Yeah. So you just pull them back every turn. But as you take cities and build barracks... Oh, it stretches you out. It increases your cap more. Mm. So you can have more dudes. Sure. And then as you get more and more gold... (laughs) He's folding the computer down. Standard procedure. Yeah. As you get more and more gold, you can use that to build, uh, like, obelisks. Mm -hmm. And in your trees, there's, like, four different obelisks across the screen. And as you build them up, you unlock new people. It's like, once you get to the top of one, you'll get a new hero. And that hero will come with, like, a brand new army... And it'll give you extra bonuses. That wow, you wrap that's around. weird. It's really cool. It's like a momentum scaling, yeah, uh, list. It's really army. neat. Yeah, and uh, they have it's um, like old forty k dark elves. Yeah, basically. But their goal, since they're on the Maelstrom map, isn't to take over the Maelstrom like everybody else is yeah. trying to. Their goal is to reclaim the Black Temple of Nagash, uh-huh. who's like the undead lord yeah. dude. And what they do to do that is try to find five of nine books of Nagash. And those are located across the map. Sometimes they're in roaming armies. Oh. And they're all randomly generated. Uh, so they hmm. have different stats associated with the books. Yeah. So as you pick them up, you can equip them like artifacts and get worldwide bonuses to your stuff. Interesting. Yeah. So there's a lot of really interesting back and forth that hmm. was revealed within this video. Yeah. It looks like a ton of fun. That sounds really cool. The necrosphinxes like just like yeah. dive in and just start thrashing about. Like I can only animals. imagine. Yeah. The chariots are baller. Who do they have them fight in the videos? Uh, orcs. Really? So I won with orcs. Huh. It was pretty slow, though, because the person didn't really seem to know what they were doing. Oh, that's nice. Well, one of them was the person who didn't seem to know what they were doing. Yeah. The other one was an intro battle, so it was pretty easy. Sure. But um, they also have four heroes you can pick from, depending that's on the lot. map type. Yeah. And one of them is the main guy. I don't remember his name. I don't know any other names. Yeah, me neither. Uh, they're all kind of mages. Yeah. Sort of like vampire counts are. Yeah, they're all... Yeah. Yeah. There's, most of them hate vampire counts, but there's also one dude that loves vampire counts, and his name starts with an A. It's like Akram or something. Sure. But he is actually a worshiper of Nagash, so his relation with other tomb kings is penalized dramatically. Interesting. And you actually get to hire necromancer armor. I'm Ooh. Sorry. Lords? Uh, no. Some of their units. Like Felbats, I think you can purchase, and something else that you can actually pull from the vampire count army. Weird. Yeah. So it's huh. a weird like hybrid character. Yeah. And that guy's goal is completely different because he wants to summon the gash back to the world. Right. So but he doesn't want the books. I don't know. They he, didn't specify. Okay. They just specified he's a badass caster. Huh. So hmm. they have a lot of weird back and forth. Yeah. Which after, I was worried initially because it was a $20 DLC, roughly. Usually they're like 16 or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. But this one, what they've shown is, once again, just like a totally unique faction. A lot of weird new mechanics that seem like a ton of fun to play with. Yeah. And new win objectives. Yeah. Which, sounds perfect yeah yeah sounds ideal and i actually want to play them unlike elves and dark elves true because um f that yeah i do i do want to try the high elves mm-hmm. just because they have really interesting um lords because they're oh, like really? hybrid oh, characters sure. they're melee and ranged mm-hmm. and i'm just really curious how that works i'm not sure 
Seems viable. Well, like, I know when I fight them, they're fucking dicks. Because yeah. they have, like, shields and, and crossbows. crossbows. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this is bullshit. These guys are jerks. Yeah. But they're pushovers. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. The lords are quick. The lords like, are When dicks. they get the horses. Yeah. They're just so fast. They don't get the horses for some reason. Like, they don't uh, put their points into them. Weird. When I've been fighting them, it's bizarre. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So, beyond that, uh, I finally watched Bright. Didn't we talk about that? Did we talk about it? I feel like we talked about Bright. I mean, we talked about Bright. We did. I don't think we... I think we talked about it at D&D last week. When did you watch it? Uh, I think I watched it... Tuesday? After we did our podcast? I think so. Oh, okay. Well, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you think of Bright? I really liked it. I mean, I I enjoyed it immensely. I thought it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Sure. Especially because everyone's like, this movie sucks. <laughs> but like, I don't know what the fuck they were expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's right up our alley. Absolutely. You know, as far as just merging genres. Yeah. Modern um, fantasy. Closest thing to Shadowrun that we're going to get probably yeah. for a long time. Probably. Any major cinematic. Yeah. And um, they announced two. They're, they're making oh, a second really? one. Okay. So they're going to go forward with, well, at least a script or something. Sure. Um, I I thought it was good. I think yeah. it had everything it needed. I think it got a little loosey goosey in some parts. Of course, of course. Overall, like I, enjoyable. Yeah, Will Smith was good in it. Yeah, the orc was good. I forget his name. Mm-hmm. The main orc. It was just a really interesting like first half. Of the movie was heavy re- like race relations. Yeah, which was pretty interesting. And then it sort of changed tones into like a bad boys two kind of thing. Yeah, and that was enjoyable too. It was just a, turned into a weird action movie with. A MacGuffin that and they were magic. trying to hold on to? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it It was... I think what we talked about last time we talked about it was it was like a... It changed tones, mm-hmm. like, really insidiously. Sure. It was like a seamless thing, and it's like, now we're doing this. Yep. And it wasn't like, now we're doing this. It was like, they slowly built up to it, and then you realized you were, you were there. Yep. Like, oh, <laughs> okay. It's a very gradual shift. Yeah, and it really worked. It did. I mean, I think it's a testament to the pacing and the, and the writing. Mm-hmm. Um I liked it. I liked how everyone was represented, and I thought it was just a really cool look yeah. into something like that. Because when's the last time you saw anything that really melded these genres? Never. Like, I don't remember any actual movie that has... Or even a show. Like, I can't even sure. think of anything. Not that... Uh, com- like, Dresden Files. Oh, I never watched it. But... Do they have orcs and elves and stuff in that? They have magic. I okay. mean, he's a, a wizard. Dresden is yeah. a wizard, yeah. But I don't remember. I think they were fantasy creatures. Like mm-hmm. Lost Girl. Oh, sure, sure. Has some of that stuff. Yeah. But those are so Canadian, <laughs> you know, and polite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah I thought it was really good. Yeah, it was. And it was the guy who did Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. which was an, a very mediocre film. Um, I don't think that was his fault. No, it's ugh, DC movies. I mean, whose fault is it? I don't know. Generally. The exception of Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman I thought was really good. It was great. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I liked it. I really liked it. Yeah. It was quite enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to see if they're going to do it again with Will Smith. I'd be surprised if they did. Agreed. Honestly. Um, But I think they could spin it into a series with anyone. Oh, definitely. And it'd probably be great. I'd love to see that world more fleshed out. Totally. Because they kind of jumped into it a little bit. It's like... Orcs are generally criminal types, and then high elves are generally like the super wealthy guys that look down on everybody else. Yeah, in Los Angeles. Yes. So, I mean, and I thought a really interesting thing was like um, a lot of the history they injected in mm-hmm. there. It's like, hey, like orcs just chose the wrong side to fight on. Like, that was really curious. 2,000 years ago. Yeah. And they've been carrying this prejudice with them ever since, yep. basically. Which is, um, 
just something you don't really consider sure because we don't work on such a, a long timeline absolutely um i also like how like the inception of our number system for years mm-hmm. in their world is based on when the dark lord was yep rose or killed or whatever <laughs> which is also very interesting mm-hmm. in a couple ways of course um so yeah it's kind of it's cool i enjoyed it yeah because there's clearly a lot of backstory that they wrote in and mm-hmm. wanted to give out but they could only do it in those little tangential ways without just being like read all this text yeah. or like i'm gonna tell you this stuff that you don't need to know and you yeah. should already know yep. in character exactly yeah it wasn't any long diatribe or anything yeah i mean it, it just started and it and it went yeah basically there wasn't ever like right a in. explanation and i like that yeah yeah it was fun yeah, a lot of people, like you said, were saying, oh, yeah, this movie sucks. And so I went to watch, and it was just fun. I don't know what... I, I need more than, like, I don't like that. Yeah. It's like some of the people we hang out with are like, oh, I heard it was bad. And it's like, why? <laughs> why? Sure. Like, <laughs> like, give me, like, a conversation. Don't mm-hmm. just give me a fucking statement. And then you can't back it up. Very you know? true. It's, it's one of those things. Yeah. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. Like so, it. You just been playing the same stuff lately? I've been playing the same stuff. Um, I almost bought Battlefield One on computer. Ooh, because it's fun. Okay. I played it at Sean's house, and I haven't played it in a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's just a fun fucking game. They added all these maps, and there's a ton of shit now. Ooh, it's sixty bucks still, really? But it's everything. Okay, it's yeah. all the DLC. It's everything. Sure. So I don't think they're gonna add more to it. I feel. I feel like this is the yeah, it's reasonable. The big one, mm-hmm. um, which is funny, uh, <laughs> unintentional. The big one, yeah. Un. But um, <laughs> I was all, I almost reinstalled Origin, but it was enough steps to where I'm like, I don't want to install Origin. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Because fuck Origin. That's devastating. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And it's sixty bucks. I don't need to get it. Sure. I have enough shit to play. Absolutely. Which is kind of what I got to do this time around. Yeah. Like, I finished Breath of the Wild. I finished the right. Total War campaign. So, it's finally took a step back and got to play a bunch of the smaller games. Mm-hmm. So, I got around to playing Pyre. Pyre, the uh, basketball card game? Aztec basketball <laughs> game. Yeah, that's what it is. So, the best way... Well, it's by the guys that did Bastion and Transistor. Right. Uh, so, obviously, they're going to have interesting stylized graphics and really good music. Yeah. Because that's kind of what they do. That's their jam. Yeah. So, the art style, awesome. Uh, it's all the character models are very like almost gritty graphic novel. It's like transistor. The art's the same as transistor Is for it? their, for their, um, like comic bits. Yes. Yeah. But that's only the characters. Mm-hmm. The rest of the world is like super vivid, soft curves, just bright and fluffy. And the way that you move across the map is very jaunty. Like your, your wagon gets chalked up and then it just packs itself up and starts bouncing along the hills. Yeah. And chalk up that wagon. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's just, it's a weird blend of genres as far as the art style is concerned. And it's gorgeous. The music is fantastic. Every new zone you go to has a different tune that's associated with it. I hope so. Yeah. You get to go into your wagon because that's where you get to do all your stuff and uh, change the music whenever you like, which is cool. But the premise is you're a reader. Mm -hmm. That seems generic, but you got cast out of the upper world and now you're in the lower world with all the other exiles. Sure. Because reading's a crime. Yeah. Uh, so you get picked up by these three other exiles and they're like, Hey, can you read books? And you're like, yeah, Hey, read this big book. And then you read it and it turns out it's a book of rights. So it's a bunch of rituals that you need to perform in order to get people unexiled from this area. Unexiled. Exactly. Sure. And to do that, you have to play these Aztec style 
basketball games. Yeah. It's kind of like hit ball. It's basically Aztec mythos where you have to beat the gods of the underworld at their own game in order to get released from the underworld. Yeah, like an Emperor's New Groove. Wait, no, not that one. Road to El Dorado. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> that works. Yeah. So you play, I think it's it's effectively nine? Yeah, nine basketball teams that are just flying around the map. Sure. And yeah. <laughs> um, you go to these different right locations, which you kind of map out in the stars very, like, astrologically. Mm-hmm. So you get to pick your next destination, go to it, choose if you want any negative signs attached to it, which makes your game harder, hmm. but gives your people more experience when they win. Okay. And once you beat them all, you get to the final championship game. If you win, one of your dudes gets to get unexiled. Okay. And you do this cycle, I believe, eight times. Oh, so eventually you can get enough of your people out of there to where you're still stuck because the reader can't play the game, so you can't get unexiled. Oh, okay. So I'm curious to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, one of your characters appears to have like a master plan to create like a rebellion on the surface world. On the top? Yeah, so every time that you actually get somebody released, your percent chance of that rebellion succeeding increases. Weird. Yeah. So I'm only two cycles in right now. I just released my second person. But so far, every cycle, they've introduced new and interesting mechanics that somehow affect your gameplay. Yeah. And, yeah, every person levels. Uh, you can go up to level five. There's four different talent trees, or four different talents per tree, two trees per character. Okay. And you can unlock special equipment, which you can also level up. You can also do a unique right per character, which allows them to get a unique item to themselves. Hmm. So it's just a really curious back and forth. The gameplay is super quick and snappy. Yeah. Like, there's characters that are really slow but have a huge, like, safety defensive aura around them. If anybody picks up the ball, they lose their aura. And if you run into an aura, you die. Oh. So it's kind of like the defense, quote-unquote, mechanic. So somebody gets in your threat range, like, the big people swat the ball down. Yeah. Um, There's small, quick characters. There's characters that fly over other people, jumpers, you know, a bunch of different kind of stuff. And there's offensive attacks where you, like channel your defensive aura into yourself and cast it out in front of you and it kills anybody that it hits is it like real time yeah real time okay real time 3v3 but you can only control one character at a time interesting so you have to switch back and forth if you want to if you have the ball and you switch characters they pass it to that character Oh, okay yeah sure so basketball yeah yeah it's a it's quick fun and i'm really enjoying it so far interesting yeah i've been able to put like eight hours into it roughly it's pretty good and yeah i don't expect to have it take too much longer yeah. But I'm trying to like learn all the backstory of each of the characters before I unexile them. Sure. Cuz I the characters are very engaging for the most part. Yeah. There's a couple that are <laughs> that I don't care for personally. Yeah, sure. But yeah, it's a blast. Huh. I'm surprised how much fun it is. That's good. That's cool. Yeah. I know it's been on the radar for a while. It has. Yeah. Very much so. Uh PlayStation Plus mm-hmm. has a bunch of new free games. Yeah. And I started I added them. I don't remember what they were. Uh Uncanny Valley. Okay. Which is a super low-res, like, pixel art kind of game hmm. for characters. Yeah. The rest of the backgrounds and stuff look like normal artwork. Interesting. Uh, it's a 2D side-scroller where I believe it's going to be a survival horror game. Weird. Because every time your character falls asleep, you're in, like, this dilapidated city. You, like, wake up in a homeless guy's bed. You just have a jacket, and you're running around this gross city with this weird haunting music. Huh. And then once you... I'm not sure how it triggers, but eventually these hordes of... Like, I want to call them zombies, sure. but all the character models are just completely like pitch black and just sort of rush at you in a wave. So maybe shades. I'm not sure what they are. Yeah. But 
when you're asleep, that happens. When you're awake, you're patrolling this abandoned facility as a security guard. Weird. And so you tag out your security guard buddy that watches during the day. Yeah. And then you watch the night shift. But in order to complete your night shift, you have to do circuits around all the floors. And so as you go around, you get to look at people's emails, see what occurred there, find some rare tapes that you can stick into the tape uh, player mm-hmm. and listen if you want. Yeah. But the entire time you're timed. So, like, you have an active timer that's going down, counting down the hours of your shift. Right. So, if you're sitting there listening to the tapes, you can't explore everything. Yeah. And then it seems if you stay too long, you fall asleep. Right. On the job. Yeah. And that's going to have some repercussions. Oh. The hmm. game starts out, and it's like, you're not meant to experience the whole game the first time around. Yeah. It requires multiple playthroughs. Yeah, don't try. Yeah. yeah. But that's really interesting so far. Huh. I've... I don't remember that being one of the games I added, but maybe I just didn't pay attention. There was that one and uh, Psychopaths, which is, I think it's anime style yeah. school stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. also with a survival horror Really? Maybe, maybe I got the last bundle and not this month's bundle or something. Maybe. I gotta do that. Yeah. But those two were in there. And, yeah. Uh, Psychopaths like, is like an, an it's an anime. Yes. And you have a weird gun that like changes shape. Oh. And it's weird. Yeah. It looked weird. It's a high school one. Yes. Yeah. I watched the uh, preview video for it. No idea what the gameplay is. Yeah, I don't think there is any, <laughs> honestly. Like, because I remember it on Steam, uh-huh. and I'm like, "Oh, what's this?" And I think it's more of like a visual novel oh, kind of okay. thing. Sure, you know, which is <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I installed it because yeah. I thought it was going to be something that the video didn't show. Right, but hopefully it is. Hopefully it is. I'm yeah, interested. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah, but Neat. so far that's pretty cool. Uh, also, did we talk about Octopath Traveler? I don't, I don't point? think I've ever heard that in okay. my life. I know you would because it's a weird name. Okay. In fact, I don't care for the name. But it is a game that is on the Switch. Or uh-huh. will be on the Switch. They have a demo currently on there. Sure. And the reason it's called Octopath is because there's eight different characters you can pick from. And all of them have different starting locations. It plays like a traditional Japanese RPG, like Final Fantasy, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And every character has a unique starting location, backstory, and skills. Yeah. So you have stats, but they also have special abilities. So the two in the demo that you can play are the dancer named Primrose and the warrior named like Ulbrich. Sure. I've only played the dancer because that would be very indicative of what the non-fighter classes would kind of have to deal with sure. in story. Mm-hmm. It was kind of dark. So like, What kind game, of game is it? Like, what does it look like? It's... um. Okay, they call it, I think the term in the video was a, quote, magical hybrid of 2D and 3D. Okay. So what it is, imagine a Final Fantasy 3 character, yeah. mm-hmm. or 6, depending on how you want to number six. it. 6. And put your character models as a 2D plane. So it's just standard Final Fantasy characters. Like in a fight? Just on the yeah. world. Okay. Just walking along the world. Uh-huh. The world itself is 3D. Okay. So it's pushed back into you know a bunch of 2D layers, but you can walk in 3D in this world of 2D creatures. Okay. It sounds complicated, but it's not really. Yeah, I'm sure when you see it, it makes sense. It looks really cool. Hmm. Like, it's super engaging. The starting story for the dancer is your dad gets killed by these three weird like Jerks. cultist dudes oh. with crow tattoos on them in different locations when she's young. So her story is she takes, you know, a ton of vengeance. She's like, I'm going to fucking kill these guys at some point in my life. Yeah. I just need to find them. Yeah. So her story is she goes to the small town where one of them frequents every couple months. 
and becomes a dancer. Oh, sure. She lives a shit life there. It's alluded to with like physical violence and sexual stuff. What you expect? Really dark though. Yeah. It's surprisingly detailed for what I would consider a Japanese RPG. Yeah. Which was really engaging because I didn't expect to run across these kind of themes and emotions like that quick. Right. Into a storyline. Uh-huh. And as you continue, uh, you find, well, of course, it's only like an hour demo, but yeah. you get a play through the first sort of uh, leg of her quest where she sort of rebels against the master that's held her there because she finds one of these rose guys or crow guys yeah. that comes in. So she sees him. It's like, I got to fucking kill that guy. Yeah. And her friend covers for her. You run off after this person. And you eventually get ambushed by the master, who makes you call him master. And it's a first boss fight. Oh, okay. Really entertaining because the combat system, you know, normal Final Fantasy, it's you either get to attack specific target or yeah. use a skill slash spell. Right, or item. Exactly. Uh, this is exactly the same. However, each turn you build up like a power point up to a cap of five. For every attack or spell you have, you can take one, one or four of your power points and shove them into your abilities okay so if you do a normal attack with a dagger it's one stab but you could do it times four by adding four power points yeah and it'll do a quad stab quad stab you can also do the same thing with your spells and power up your abilities and magic spells you know from the same way yeah which makes it a kind of interesting like risk reward mechanic it'd be interesting when you have more characters too yes plus every enemy has weaknesses Mm. so they have these little shield icons next to them which effectively i think it's they take half damage whenever it's up sure but they have weaknesses so some enemies are weak to dagger attacks some to sword attacks some to dark magic some to fire yeah if you hit them with that it'll knock their shield rating down by one if it hits zero they get broken they take extra damage from all attacks and are stunned for the next round oh so hmm. after they're stunned for that round, they recover some of it or yeah. all of it, depending yeah. on the type. But it allows you to do some interesting combos and leverage your power swings. So like if somebody has three armor that's resistant against daggers, right. I could do a triple attack with my dagger to break it and then use my power attack character behind me to do like a super raised attack and crush them right. for bonus damage. Yeah. So, so far, the combat's awesome. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. And aside from that, the music's solid. It also has some of the best voice acting I've heard in an RPG. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was unexpectedly good. Yeah. Like the main character, Primrose, her voice is awesome. She seems to have like clearly embodied the role or recorded at the same time as like the master. Yeah. They could the, do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Because the master's dialogue is fantastic. It delivers it, you know, flawlessly. It almost seems like they're recording in a back and forth session because it's like that. It feels that natural. Mm-hmm. And so far, I've only seen one character that doesn't really um, embody that. Yeah. But it was just a side NPC Weird. with one line. Yeah, sure. But aside from that, every character of yours has a unique ability. Mm-hmm. So the dancer has an ability called the lure. And that is pretty detailed. I'm not sure how it's going to turn out, but it has <laughs> a percent chance to work on any particular target in town. Yeah. Uh, they have different strength ratings. So, for example, a guard would have a strength of 4 out of 10, whereas a, st- a standard villager would have, like, a 1 out of 10. Sure. Each of them has some unique ability. Like, the guard has sweep, so they can do an AoE swing. Villager has, like, power plus, so it can buff you. Okay. When you summon them, you can take them and complete quests with them. So, like, somebody might be looking for a guard. You can lure and bring a guard to the quest target. Okay. And it'll trigger the quest and complete it for you. Weird. 
Also, if you have one following you in combat, you can spend one of your turns to summon them. Yeah. And they get summoned for a limited period of time, like three or four turns. So they can sit there and fight with you while you need backup, and you can, you know, do, do whatever. Stuff. What if they get killed? Uh, I don't know if they do. Oh. It never got hit. Oh, okay. Because it, I'm not sure if it stands on, like, a back row. Yeah, sure. But you can have, I'm not sure how many people, probably four in your group. Yeah. But the warrior has something different. He has an ability called challenge. Where if you have somebody that's guarding a bridge, normally it's like, hey, go complete this quest. Until you do, you can't go through the bridge. Right. So you, you can just... challenge them. It's like, hey, fuck you. I'm taking this bridge. Yeah. And actually challenge them. If you beat them in the fight, you can go through it. Huh. So it can change sort of the, the tone. The and rolls out. Exactly. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Um, I'm pretty sure that all of your actions are going to affect your other playthroughs. Yeah. So I'm really interested to see what happens. Yeah. Because there's eight characters. There was like a golden age of games like that that were like JRPG style games yeah. that had different characters that started in different places. Yep. And you had this weird crossing over at certain parts. And like there was one that I remember I rented mm-hmm. and I never got to play it again. And I was so fucking into it. Was it the seventh saga? Yeah. Okay. That was the first one. That I think came it was. Mind. Is that the one with the robot and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Absolutely. I need to play that Edwin game. Edwin used to play it all the time. So yeah. That's why I remember it because he was super into this JRPG at the time. But we were like ten. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Me and I couldn't really figure it out. It's that's exactly what it reminds me of. Oh shit. I know. And it's so far, it's so good. Yeah. And it's on the Switch. I want it. It's. I want I want that and I want Seventh Saga really bad. Yeah, Ooh. I know it's weird. It was so pretty and it was like watercolor kind of watercolor, but weird also two D art. Yeah, style. and like hand drawn first person sometimes. But you had like weird skills you'd pick up, yes. like jewelry making, <laughs> and you're like, take this rock, and it's like you made a shitty jewel. I don't remember any of that, but I can only like, assume writing was a skill, like to write books. Jesus, like. Maybe it wasn't Seven Saga, but it sounds familiar. Okay. I always thought it was Star Ocean, but I know that's not right. Oh, I it's, never played Star it's, Ocean. It's not Star Ocean. Okay. I know that specifically. Mm-hmm. But I've looked, I look it up like every couple of years trying to figure out really? what it is. Well, check out Seven Saga when we're done. And well, see it has the robot it. that has to be it. It does. One of the starting characters is a robot. Yeah, and then there's like a gladiator one. There's I'm, one that's like, I always want to call him Jago from Killer Instinct. Yeah. But he's like some sort of dude ninja-ish. Dude ninja. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. But he was kind of like, I feel like he was the standard swordsman, I but think he, he felt kind of ninja-ish. But he had a sword on his back, okay. so he seemed like a ninja. Yeah. Um, I think it's the same game. It must be. But yeah, it reminded me of that immediately. Yeah, wow. So I some was like saga. keyed in with some nostalgia, and then playing through the first demo. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. The voice acting caught me immediately, though, because it was so unusual. Yeah, that's awesome. It's weird to get a fully voice acted RPG at yeah, this point, anyway. Especially a good quality one. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Like, a lot of emoting goes on between the master and the girl, and you can, like, feel the tension. Yeah. Like, it was surprisingly dramatic. It's good. Yeah. Impressive. But I, I haven't played through the Warrior demo yet, so I want to do that yeah. as soon as I can. Switch, though. <laughs> Why? Why you do that? I have it, and that's... Yeah. So far, you that's take an amazing advantage. game. There was one other game I remember you had on Super Nintendo that was like that, where you start you choose different people to start with. Mm-hmm. And you'd run into them here and there, and sometimes they were assholes, and sometimes they weren't. It was like a standard fantasy RPG. Okay. Hmm. And uh, combat would... You'd be walking around world map, and you'd get into combat, and it would pivot the camera down to be behind your character, and it would switch to a different sprite. Interesting. And then the enemies would pop up with like the flat world map below you that was not higher res. Ooh. And then you wouldn't really see it. And then you fight like 
enemies that would pop up against the sky box. Was it, was it Ogre Battle? No. Okay. Ogre Battle's great and, and impossible. Yeah. But it was, you could be like a dwarf fighter. Mm-hmm. There was like, oh, I might be mixing up Golden Axe. It's not Golden Axe. <laughs> but like, it was, there was a fighter and uh-huh. like a wizard and sure. it had all your standard shit. I remember like I'd always run into one of the wizards at a at like the tavern mm-hmm. and be like, Hey wizard, what's going on? You didn't get like an option. Oh. And they'd be like, I'm gonna fight you and you're like, Shit and they would like <laughs> kick your ass. But yeah. I don't know. Classic. I don't remember. And we were probably like nine. Sure. So, yeah. That's about right. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, it it ignited something in me that yeah. makes me really want to play this in game. In your game loins. Yeah, the only thing that sticks out is the name yeah. Octopath Traveler. Stupid name. It's like you, you, hopefully that's a working title. I don't know. It's still the demo, but the demo came out September. That's a long time. So I have to assume that it's close to release. Yeah, I hope it's close to release. Yeah, because I'm in. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Seventh Saga. I think I believe I think, that's I it. think you're right. If you talk to Evan, he will tell you all about Seventh Saga. I'll try. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than that. I yeah, that's pretty much everything I played other than watching Black Mirror. I've started the new season. Yeah, I haven't watched any of the new season. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Okay. One episode in particular called Hang the DJ. Hmm. Episode four. There's like a Star Trek one in this season too. Yeah, first episode. Yeah. Really strong. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So far from my favorites, it's episode one and four. Okay. Uh both dramatically different tones, but really strong. I'm intrigued so far this season. Yeah, there's like, there's really, um, it ebbs and flows it as does. far as what it's going. Like the tone changes so wildly season to season and even in season yep. that it's like, who wrote these? Like there's no concise writing. There's no, like a tone. There's not really a theme unless it's like really overarching like sure. cell phones. Yeah. Or like. Which I think, I think all of them have a heavy theme this time around. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. One, yeah. Yeah, they do. Uh, the only episode I didn't like was three. Mm-hmm. It's called Crocodile. Mm. There's actually a thing about it with uh, on Twitter oh. <laughs> with Pizza Hut. Okay, because in the show, there's without spoilers, there's a pizza truck that is driverless and just drives on camera, and then Pizza Hut, I think today ish, came out with a tweet and they're like, "We're working on you know a uh, driverless pizza truck. Oh, we're working with this company and they're helping us build it." And Black Mirror retweeted, it's like, we know how this goes. Okay. Is yeah, that just, what it's about? Uh, it it relates vaguely to the episode. Okay. <laughs> but it was just kind of a funny sure. little tongue-in-cheek thing. Yeah. Twitter, man. Yeah. They Companies get to be funny now. Right? What? I never read Twitter, and I feel like I miss out every single I don't time. either. Did you see Arby's? Arby's had a targeted Facebook ad. Mm-hmm. They do great. Arby's has great ads uh, for nerd culture. Wendy's is, Wendy's is pretty crazy. Strong. But it was, a D, it was a D20. Really? It was a D because they always make little things out of like um, packaging and stuff. <laughs> well, it's usually like cardboard boxes. Okay. It's stuff that they use. Yeah. So they made a giant D20 and they rolled it and it came up a one. Nice. And like that's basically the com- the whole commercial. Arby's. Yeah. When you need to when roll you, a one. Not the roll we were looking for. It. <laughs> we want it, I think is what it said. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, what is going on here? Hey, at least they stuck with it. Yeah. I mean, if they rolled a 20, it's like, bullshit. But if they rolled a 1, and it's like, okay. I'm sure, sure they rolled that thing a thousand fucking times. Of course. But, yeah. Um, what else do you got? I, I have some stuff. That's all I got. Okay. That was my that was my weekend. I have some very loose and kind of things I don't have a lot to talk about. Kind of goosey? Yeah. Cool. Um, 
a modding group is setting out to recreate Fallout New Vegas completely in the Fallout 4 engine. I'm interested to see if they get shut down. So, they talked about that in the article. Uh-huh. And they said that Bethesda hasn't really ever said yes or no about any of this stuff. Ooh. Unless mm-hmm. it specifically um, wasn't done with the mod creation tools that they provide. Really? Yeah. Because okay, they sure. don't want you diving into their their code, which is cop, which is theirs, mm-hmm. right? So that seems to be based on what I read in the article. That seems to be the crux. Interesting. Of the Even situation. if it's a recreation of one of their previous IPs. Yeah. Weird. As long as you're using their mod tools. Okay. Um, it's the same thing, like with um, that full fucking game of Skyrim. Oh, Enderal. I looked on my desktop and I still haven't installed. I'm okay. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah. I can't even play Skyrim, much less some <laughs> weird other version. A new just as big Skyrim? Yeah, yeah. if not bigger. Um, but yeah, so that that's neat. I mean, they have some gameplay footage they put together yeah. and it's pretty and it, it looks right. They changed the leveling system so it works just like in awesome. Vegas. And everyone loves New Vegas. Oh, God, yeah. They have the whole um, reputation system with the different settlements and nice. all that shit. So, that's interesting. I hope it turns up. Yeah, me too. And I guess there's another one that's about 80% done right now, mm-hmm. which is on the West Coast. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, Northwest? Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Yep. So, that one's almost done. It's called Frontier? It is called Frontier. I believe we talked about that a long we time did. ago. We did, yeah. So, they brought that up in that article as well. Awesome. And had how uh, Bethesda hasn't kiboshed this stuff. And yep. everyone knows it's in development. Yep. Like, why would you let them <laughs> run it out and then mm. be like, nope. Nope. So, we'll see. Could be cool. I hope so. I really do. Because, I mean, you know how much I didn't enjoy Fallout 4. Yes. But if the mods are inspired in any way yeah, by New Vegas or Fallout 2 or Fallout 1, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, agreed. Um, other thing, Hulu uh, is rebooting Animaniacs. Why? Because it's a loved IP. Okay. Um, in 2020. And they also That's got, so far away. I know. Well, they just started it. Okay. And then they got all the rights uh-huh. from Warner Brothers to do to have all seasons of Animaniacs, mm. Pinky and the Brain, all those IPs. Nice. So that's all going to come to Hulu, which is kind of cool. I'm okay with Pinky and the Brain. I mean, I liked Animaniacs a lot. It was it was just so ridiculous. It taught you all the states. It did. <laughs> it taught you a lot of weird stuff. In but like, form. if you watch it now as an adult, mm-hmm. it's all over the fucking place. Oh, yeah? Like everywhere it's totally spastic it's crazy and like it's not for kids really there's it's so much one of those old shows that there's so much in there where you're just like holy shit <laughs> <laughs> like what is going on and they make weird references that a child would never get awesome ever mm-hmm. like jack nicholson stuff and sure and shit like that and you're like okay that's great yeah hmm that might inspire me to watch it again in I 2020 might. i'll give it a, well i mean the new one <laughs> sure i think they're gonna get the other stuff sooner probably yeah maybe maybe animaniacs was on for five years so there's a lot of them yeah that was Um, back when the seasons were like 24 episodes yeah exactly minimum for cartoons i mean it's cartoon sketch comedy oh yeah for sure i mean it you like got to put three minutes together and then get it animated like i mean (laughs) call me when you guys get uh pirates of the black pirates of blackwater yeah oh my god there you go chongo longo (laughs) (laughs) it's the best and it never ended they never finished no it. they didn't it's bullshit it's one of the cartoons that i kept like i religiously watched and then Thinking all of a sudden it, would, it just restarted yeah. and it's like huh? wait a minute <laughs> we were near the end i know now we're at the beginning it's, again it's bullshit hmm. fucking that bird though <laughs> nibbler no needler 
Is that his name? Needler was the bird's name. Oh, he was a giant bird and he loved... No, wait. <laughs> he loved some fruit. Mm. I don't know. I remember in the Conan cartoon, mm-hmm. he had a phoenix and it was way into pomegranates. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Seems reasonable. Uh, in other news, uh, <laughs> Netflix has a Godzilla series that what? comes out in on the 17th in like 10 days. Okay. Less, less nine days. Hmm. Um, I got an email about it today. They're like, hey, you might like this. I'm like, I do I do like this. <laughs> how did you know? Yeah. And I'm like, how have I not heard anything mm-hmm. about this? And it comes out in like a week and a half. That's cool. The Godzilla series. There's nothing. That's like one of my favorite parts about Netflix is they kind of keep the wraps on stuff. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, two weeks. Yeah. Or they're like, hey, cool. Norm MacDonald special. And you're like, cool. Yeah. I'll I had no it. fucking idea. Yep. Hitler's dog. Yeah. He talks a lot about it. Say what you will about Hitler. Yeah. But um, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's all I got. Seems good to me. Yeah. A nice. This was like usually trying to play like a lot of games was kind of a chore. It is. But this was one of the first weeks in a while that it was like all of the games I'm playing are refreshing. And that's really way. nice. That's hard to do. It was a weird aligning of the stars not to not to bring Pyre back into this because that's oh, kind of what you do. Sure. But yeah. Yeah, it's rare. Like, I'm playing the games. I like the games I'm playing right now, Mm -hmm. but I'm also getting tired of them. Sure. You know? Like, I just got a Titan to level 24 Mm -hmm. on Destiny. Super quick. Still fun. Yep. You know? But I don't know how much longer I can do it. Sure. Hence me looking for other first-person shooters to play. Naturally. But, um, yeah. I don't know. I keep wanting to build things. It's just my need for control. Like, that's why I like... (laughs) That's why I like builder games. (laughs) Seriously, especially like lately, I haven't been in a great mood. Mm -hmm. When I come back to work after the break, I get like, I'm not in good shape. Rage mode. It's not that I'm mad. It's the opposite. Like, I'm just sad. Wow. Yeah. I I don't envision you being sad. I just get, you know, like, I I get salty and and just kind of depressed. I'm not mad, though. Oh, okay. But it happened last year, too, and it's happening again. So I guess this is just what happens. (laughs) But after being <laughs> off work for a long period of time, uh-huh. I don't want to go back to work. Yeah. That's usually and then how it's go. I'm like, I have to work for another 35 years. Like, ugh. Oh, you're just looking too far in the future. I just mean, do what the world wants is... you to and just put your nose to the grindstone. Don't complain. Don't pay attention. Yeah. And just grow old, pay money, and die. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the goal. But it's just tough. But um, uh, where is I going with this? Yeah, I that's I think that's why I like builder games. Oh sure, like sure. I started playing Prison Architect again yep. and stuff like that because I just like being in control. And yeah, I fuck it up and restart almost every time. <laughs> but that's life. You want to create the perfect environment for prisoners? Yes. Yeah, dude. I had one where everyone killed everyone. <laughs> it was the worst. And then all my guards went on strike, and then everyone really killed everyone. <laughs> Eventually, I got the guards back, and they came in, and there was just blood everywhere, and just dead bodies. Oh, A lot of guys were locked in their cells the whole time. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. They were so mad. <laughs> we haven't eaten in weeks. It was, it was at least two days. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Damn. I had to research something to prevent them from going on strike, and I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't understand how I could do it. They're like, oh, we want to raise. I'm like, okay. And mm. I couldn't figure it out. And I had to look it up. Mm. And by the time I looked it up, the dude who had to research it was like, um, <laughs> he was on break. <laughs> so then he couldn't get back to, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> he, 
he couldn't get to his office because all the guards had gone on strike. So the doors were all shut. Sure. And you need a guard to open the door. Yeah. And there was one guard that didn't go on strike. <laughs> one guy. Oh, man. It was weird. I just like that you needed to research something, but you couldn't because the guy was on break. He was on break. He was so tired. <laughs> From breaking, from uh-huh. yeah, of course, you have to make break rooms. Mm. And I, there's another optional thing I turn on where you have to feed your people and they have to have their own like private bathrooms and stuff, uh, which makes it much harder. Sure, <laughs> they're like, I can't poop anywhere. I'm like, I have to research something to say you can poop here. What it's it's weird, it's just laid out weird. Potties. You have to research like zoning, it's like oh, staff only zones, okay? So, like, you know, it's their area basically. Yeah. It's weird curious i just did it in the wrong order and then everyone got really mad <laughs> and then killed everybody well the strike the prisoners will kill each other yeah. <laughs> yeah. just what happened but <laughs> some are more violent than others oh, for God. sure i always turn on like gangs there's all sorts of shit i make it really hard because uh-huh. I, I think it's fun sure but it's also i never make anything but yeah it's anyway challenge. challenges are fun yeah that's why i play subnautica on hardcore mode oh it's too scary that comes out in two weeks for real yeah the official launch is it's in two too weeks. scary i love it to play i love it like it's too scary you're just scared of what could be beyond the deep because there's actually stuff down there yeah it's not <laughs> yeah there is it's not like it's even like a, a paranoid thing i was talking to dan from uh, pathfinder mm-hmm. and he played it a lot and um, he asked me where I was. And so I described the environment because I forget how deep it was. It's very, He's very like, deep. you're not even close. No. I was like, oh, shit. There's going to be even bigger, crazier things in the darkness. Well, I guess down there there's like pre-made like thing. Now there's like a quest chain that takes you down there and stuff. Yeah. And then there's like a whole base down there and all hey, that. Hey, you can go into the underdark. What? Yeah. The under, under dark, underwater dark? Yeah. So I don't I'm, like that. I'm kind of terrified to actually get in there. I don't like that at all. Mm-hmm. I saw you get your fucking submarine yanked around, and God, that freaked me out. I wish I had that recorded. That was so funny. It was not good. It was everything that could go wrong went wrong. Yeah, and and I was God, there for it. You were, and I just wanted to show you the neat things that I had. Yeah, it's and like, then let you... me take you a tour on Subnautica. Yeah, but let no. me allay your your <laughs> apprehension by showing you how safe it is. <laughs> It's not safe at all. Not it's the at complete all. opposite. It was just a death trap for everybody involved. Hey, babe. Much like life. <laughs> Much <laughs> yes, and no one gets off this ride alive. <laughs> you know that's how it works. Uh, um, that's a good place to end. That's good. So thanks for listening. Um, send us a like on the Facebook machine. <laughs> Rate us on iTunes, um, SoundCloud, etc. And um, yeah. Have a good rest of the week. Bye-bye. Oh, uh, also, we should start twitching again. Yeah. We we need to do that because okay. someone was asking me about it. Oh, you should set they it tr- up on your Because they tried to watch one of our Twitches. They tried to. And they're like, active. they're not active. And I'm like, oh. You should, uh, you should get on that. I'll try. I don't know. I wouldn't even want to watch me play any of my games. They're super boring and no, slow. you just talk. Oh, I don't want to talk the whole time. People listen to this because they want to hear you talk. No. Nope, nope. Yep. <laughs> All right, maybe. You're going to do it. I'm going to send you how to do it, and you'll set it up. It's super easy. Okay. Well, it's relatively easy. Oh, no. I'll qualify it. Yeah. I also need new headphones because my microphone keeps exploding. That's true. Get a better mic. I don't want to spend any more money on this shit. Reasonable. Yeah, maybe. We'll I gotta just, We'll set up card. a Patreon. You'll put rewards as your own nudes. And get, then, get Sean a new headset and microphone. Then the money will just start rolling in. Yeah, no one wants these nudes. You'd be surprised. You can't. You. She's. 
Vanessa raised her hand. Yeah. <laughs> see, there's one right there. We don't want to pay for him. No, see, nah. she's not going to pay. It was hesitant. She, she thought about it. it. She thought about it. All right. Yeah. yeah. Then we can get like a working laptop so you can play your riff tracks the entire time. We're oh, these God. That noise thing doesn't work. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, all right. Pretty good. We'll wrap. We'll wrap. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Shit, won't stop. Thank you for listening to The Legend of Things. Check us out online at thelegendofthings.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash forward slash legend of things. And for the love of all that is good and holy, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. Until next time, this has been The Legend of Things. Things. <laughs>